Have you ever done something crazy? Something you had second thoughts about even while you were in the process of doing it? You talked about it out loud to make it real, but something inside of you still said, you must be joking. That's how I felt the night I stopped taking birth control and prayed the same prayer Jesus prayed in the Garden of Gethsemane. Lord, if you would, please take this cup from me. Yet not my will, but yours be done. In my new book, Walking on Water, a 21-day devotion on faith, I share my journey through an unplanned pregnancy and how the lessons I learned over the course of nine months will help both you and I to do bold and scary things. You can get your copy of this new book today by going to blackgirlswithpurpose.org forward slash shop forward slash faith. And as a reward for being a part of our Black Girls of Purpose community, you can get your book shipped for free. All you have to do is enter coupon code BGWP. Purpose peeps, welcome back to the Black Girls of Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Brianna Lightfit-Smith, and this week we are back with the second part of our interview with Courtney Sanders. We talked with her last week, and she was just giving us the ins and outs of what it means to be a boss in your business versus being a great salesperson. She talked about balancing work and family, talked about the divine favor that she's received since, quote unquote, coming out as a Christian, and it was just a great conversation. So if you have not listened to that episode yet, go back and listen listen to that one first and then come back here. Um, but we are getting up close and purposeful with Courtney this week. I shared last week that really me and Courtney were just having church on the phone. I honestly forgot that we were recording at certain points in the conversation, but I am really excited about you being able to hear what we were talking about uh, with faith and friendship and having phenomenal women in your circle. I think that so many people feel like business requires you to be isolated like you have to get on your grind and be independent and all those things but me and Courtney show it's really a myth y'all you cannot build a successful business apart from community and one you need a team but you also need people who are praying for you you need your family you cannot just say hey y'all you know I know y'all are struggling to eat but I gotta be about mine and I know that God is always convicting me and making sure that I keep his priorities my priorities like he says in Matthew 6, 33, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. So I feel like Courtney really exhibits that through the work she's doing in her business that has become a ministry. And I'm excited for y'all to hear part two of this episode. So let's go hear from me and Courtney. Okay. So Court, on the podcast, we talk about faith, friendships, and phenomenal women in our community. I know that you shared when we talked previously how you came to faith in Christ through your husband. And now all these years later, how do you feel like faith plays a role in your day-to-day activities? Oh, man. Um, I would say it's both the, like, the GPS and mm. the guardrails, <laughs> you know? so Okay. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, if you think of, like, driving somewhere on this road trip, this big road trip that is life or your purpose, on on mm-hmm. one hand, it's the GPS is really guiding me where I'm going, you know. So mm-hmm. what is what does God want me to do? Am I doing the right thing? I'm always checking my quote-unquote GPS, which is just, mm-hmm. you know, prayer time or the Bible to see, yeah. you know, if I'm on the right track. But then it's those guardrails as well, which is huge for me because 
I'm such a curious person. I love reading. Yeah. I love learning. I love dipping into, like, all kind of stuff and checking out new books and new sources. And so mm-hmm. it's very easy for me to kind of, like, get into something that looks good mm-hmm. on the surface, maybe sounds mm-hmm. good, mm-hmm. but then I have, but I start feeling like these, like, Holy Spirit, like, gut checks. And I'm like, but, mm-hmm. but why, Lord? Like, what's wrong with this? I don't, yeah. I don't understand. It's, they're just talking about thinking positive or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so, um, you know, really my faith and in, in the sense of God's words that's already written, you know, in the Bible, mm-hmm. but then also mm-hmm. um, those promptings of the Holy Spirit is also my guardrail to let me know if there's something mm-hmm. that I'm getting into that's either on the in and of itself not good or maybe it is yeah. good, but it's not good for me at this time. So Yeah. It's so funny you mentioned that because uh, I know before you were Courtney, the Courtney Sanders company, you were thinking grow chick, and I know that mm-hmm. that was something that you mentioned in your episode about talking about how you were rebranding. You said, "Hey, you know, I, I was associated with this brand, mm-hmm. thinking grow rich," and I kept having to say, "Hey, yeah, no, it's like thinking grow rich, but it's actually thinking grow chick." And then even as you got deeper into the the book, you were like, "Wait, these aren't godly practices." And I had the mm-hmm. same kind of you talked about that gut check. I had that same yep. feeling when I was reading the book, and it was like manifest your destiny. I was like, oh, yeah. Lord, why do I feel weird? And instead of yeah. I didn't even, I just was like, I'm just gonna put this down. I'm not sure what this is. I'm gonna give it away. I'm sure someone else can, yeah, read it, but. I just I love what you said about it being those guardrails because I think that's something that's so important. And then what you said too about coming back constantly and saying, "Hey God, I feel like this is I feel like we're still in a, in a good place, but just in case, like let me mm-hmm. see if we're still in one accord. Okay, we are. Okay, cool. I'm gonna go back out and do what it is that you called me to do." Yep. So do you ever look at the growth of your company and say, like, "Wow, God, why me?" Oh yeah, all the time. I feel like mm-hmm. I feel like I'm. I know Paul was like, "Oh, I'm the least of these," because I, you know, mm-hmm. persecuted the church. But I yeah. feel that way because I'm like, I didn't grow up in this. Like we, mm-hmm. we were like cultural Christians, and that was only like in high school, you know, in my family for yeah. for years. We only went to church like on Easter, and then once wow. we started going regularly, that was in high school, and I was mm-hmm. like, what? I all these chicks at school like we're all doing the same thing like yeah we're here mm-hmm. on church on Sunday but I know it's really going down you know um, yeah. Monday through Saturday so it wasn't right. legi- legitimate so I do I do very much feel like there are people who been are like safe safe <laughs> mm-hmm. been saved yeah for a really long time like what on earth do you want with me like why why yeah. are you doing this but, but yeah. then also the specifics of what God has me you know getting into like Part of the rebrand was not just talking about business, but really talking about the whole woman. And I feel like God is doing a work just in my personal life, both in my marriage, and just really um, bringing kind of my my husband to the forefront and um, doing collaborative work on that in terms of speaking with, you know, ambitious, powerful, independent women where it's like, well, hello, if you're (laughs) married and and y'all are supposed to be one flesh, like a lot of the things you see in the world about that's quote-unquote women's empowerment is actually destructive in terms of building the family unit. So just Mm -hmm. even being called to do that, I'm like, for real, God? Like, I grew up in, like, broken homes. Like, both my parents Mm -hmm. have been divorced twice. Um, So, you know, I I don't have a model for that. I I found my husband straight. It was a straight miracle, straight fluke. Like, I wasn't even saved Mm -hmm. when I met him. Like, so it wasn't like I was a great Christian church girl who, you know, found a wonderful man of God. Like, everything, Mm -hmm. every blessing that I have in this arena was because, Mm -hmm. like, God just graced me for, it's not because I have any innate 
skill in that. So the fact that yeah. I keep someone being called to, like, talk about these things, I'm like, are you yeah. sure? Because I do not feel qualified. Wow. I love that. I think that's going to bless so many people because there is a temptation to say, well, Lord, I don't deserve this. But he's like, you're right, you don't. I'm not saying you do. You don't deserve it, but that's just how good that I am. I'm so good that even in the midst of your foolishness and Mm -hmm. he's like that little thing that you've been trying to hide, that's exactly what I want to use because that's what's going to connect other people to you where they say, oh, really, you did with that too? Yeah, I did. I I, I love what you said about your husband too because God showed me, he said, just because you a hashtag girl boss doesn't mean you don't have to submit. (laughs) Like that's Thank a, I don't put up. There's not a contingency plan in the Bible, right? Hey, submit to your husband as unto the Lord, except if you're a girl boss. No, exactly. you submit. I don't care if you're making yep. more money than him, less than than mm-hmm. him. Like everything needs to come into alignment. And I find yep. now, as I am getting in line, God is blessing our marriage, and we're closer. And and I mm-hmm. do feel like our finances are being blessed. Not necessarily oh checks raining from heaven, which I'm super open to that as well, but just being able to be more intentional about our finances. Yeah, for sure. So for a friendship piece, I feel like this is kind of tied into that. How do you feel like your friendships have played a role in you walking your purpose? And you can even talk about your friendship with your husband, because I think a lot of people focus so much on the romantic side of marriage that they Mm -hmm. miss, oh, wait, this is someone that I should actually like, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's been great just in terms of bouncing ideas off of. And, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. now now that I've invited him in my business, I'm like, dang, I should have yeah. done this like a long time ago. <laughs> I would have been a lot further ahead if I, you know, yeah. wasn't trying to be, like, Miss Independent while married, yeah. which makes no sense. Um, yeah. But even in terms of I, – I think that's the main thing. It's just letting people in. Like, so if you have mm-hmm. – real godly friends like you're supposed to let them in which why i think it's like the opposite of the world where you have like frenemies or you know people Mm -hmm. that like you're cool with you run with but you keep them at a distance and they don't really know all your business um Mm -hmm. i find that you can let your guard down if you have like true godly people who really have your best interests at heart and um god has been making me closer with people that were i would say like were associates or maybe kind of like oh Mm -hmm. we've done like coffee once but i hadn't really considered them like close friends but then when I was going through my transformation, I had no one else to talk to. And I'm like, well, I know you're like a legit Christian. Like, I have a question. Mm -hmm. Like, what do you think about this? And just God, we're just really blossoming those friendships and opening it to where we like pray Mm -hmm. together. We go on like fast together. We do all kind of stuff. Yeah. It's just, it's so great because um, I yeah. think we take for granted what the Bible says where it's like if two or three are gathered in my name, I am there yeah. in the midst, you know, and whatever yeah. you loose on heaven will be, whatever you loose on earth will be loose in heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Mm-hmm. People don't realize those are contractual, that's like contractual language that he's talking mm-hmm. about. And so essentially mm-hmm. God is saying, you know, you, you, you guys are my agents, you know, you, you yeah. have my power here on earth. And so the things that you, um, you know, contractually like, in a, for lack of a better term, command, that stuff mm. is recognized. In he- Whatever you do on here is literally yeah. recognized here in heaven and for other people. So um, I recently yeah. joined a group of friends that we all knew each other and we all have social media followings, but we just kept filling selling this call that we really needed to come together corporately on a regular basis to pray for our mm. audiences because um, mm. I know a lot of, I have a lot of believers in my audience, but I have a lot of people who aren't believers, who just yeah. believe themselves as spiritual, they believe in God, but they're not quite sure yeah. about Jesus thing or whatever. I know that just be, by virtue of their proximity to me, I can affect yeah. change and I can literally bind and loose whatever spiritually is happening in wow. their lives just by their proximity 
proximity to me, but the Bible says where two or three are gathered in my name. And so from, mm-hmm. from having godly friends, you come together, you can affect change on people who are even unsaved, and they don't even know what's happening, but you're doing that in the yeah. spirit through the power of your connection. So, I mean, my friendships are just like, it's like on a whole nother level. Like we're like, yeah. like warriors in the spirit, like for everybody. I love it. To. Yeah, and I I think, too, and you kind of touched on it, you said that they are people who are just associates. A lot of times we look at who we feel like we should be friends with, like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. she she looks like me or she kind of runs yeah. in my same social circles. And God's like, okay, but is she helping you grow in me first and foremost? Because if she's mm-hmm. helping you grow in me, then you're naturally going to grow in all these other areas. Yeah, um, yeah. And I talked recently on one of the podcast episodes about how, it's hard for us. I, I talked about having how a lot of times when we're elevated and talking about being royalty based off First Peter two and nine, when we're elevated. God re- will sometimes require us to change our associations, and a lot of us mm-hmm. don't want to let go of those old friendships because we're like, but Lord, like we've been friends since fifth grade. You know, she knows everything about me, and what He showed me is she may know a, a lot about who you were, but she doesn't know anything mm. about who I'm calling you to be. That is so. so good. If she, you know, she's gonna, it's gonna, she's gonna keep pulling you back to this old person, and I'm trying to bring you into this new thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, I, and I also love what you said about the fact that you can affect change just because of the people being in proximity to you. And I, and I told, told my mom this one time. I said, really, everyone's an influencer. I know we're calling it that, and people are paid to be influencers and that kind of thing, but. Everybody has influence somewhere, even if it's just just quote unquote in your home. You don't know the the impact and the influence you're having in your in your marriage with your children, yeah. with your siblings, yeah. with your parents, anything. So don't dismiss mm-hmm. those small beginnings. Right. Exactly. So you kind of touched on this, and it's kind of like a double question. But who are some of the phenomenal women in your circle? Whether you want to talk about specific names or just hey, people I've met at my church, people in my insert anything here because I find that there are a lot of women um, within our Black Girls Purpose community who are looking for those friendships that we just talked about and Mm -hmm. they're like well where do I go where do I look if I'm trying to change my associations like God's telling me. So here's the funny thing I (laughs) I used to complain slash like justify my like running into the stuff I was into to God because Mm -hmm. I was like God, I don't have anybody who's like you know, a serious <laughs> Christian in my. I gotta, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. go to these networking events and mm-hmm. speak with these like new age people, and you know, that was like my I gotta because <laughs> you haven't seen me anybody. And so, so funny mm-hmm. once, like you know, he like tore all that down. The people he brought mm-hmm. in my life had been there. <laughs> it was just wow. I, I wasn't like, you know, I was overlooking them. I don't, I don't know what was going on, but yeah. I, I know when I like first moved to Dallas, I connected with um, some women, like, you know, you meet at brunches and networking events or whatever. Yeah. And, um, they were around, but I just never took the step to like build a deeper relationship with mm-hmm. them or um, people that I connected with on social media, same thing. And so when I had nothing, but I was like serious about like getting back um, to what God is calling me to do, but I didn't have like any friends God really prompted me me to take the initiative to mm. develop relationships with them, even though they had been on the periphery of my life for like years. And so that's what I did. Yeah. So um, I would I would say there's always people like in your in your sphere. So whether it's like in person, like at work, church, school, whatever, or even just in your mm. industry, there might be people that you like following on social media, and maybe a few girls mm-hmm. that you don't know them like in real life, but 
you guys comment on each other's photos and stuff, and you like yeah, what each other's yeah. about, you know, if they're good, solid Christian women, like, that might be, you might be able to develop a real relationship with them. Just, I mean, yeah. we have the Internet. <laughs> like, who says you can't get on Skype or, you know, get True. on Marco Polo or send each other text messages, that kind of thing. Yeah. So that was, like, yeah. the first layer. But um, also I found that once I got serious, God started bringing me people, which is so mm-hmm. funny that you even mentioned about, like, leveling up and all that because mm-hmm. that's another thing that, I, that I've been into. So um, just with my work and my business and turning 30 and all that stuff, I'm just really at a place mm-hmm. where I'm like, yeah. you know what, I don't, I don't want to keep going to the same, like, mm-hmm. whatever, brunches yeah. or events that I was going yeah. to before. Like, I, I really want to make an impact. I want to do some substantial stuff. I want to do real business. Like, I want to be around yeah. movers and shakers, like people who are really doing things. But God yeah. has already gotten on me in the past about um, being too into networking because, um, mm-hmm. like, I know all the, the tips and tricks and, you know, how to connect with people. And if, if I have to do it on my own, I can do that really well. But then yeah. you get into the conversation about, like, discernment and maybe these are yeah. people that are great for your professional relationships but spiritually is someone that you should be yoking with you know so I feel like God gives me limited doses of when I'm allowed to kind of like move that way but for the most Mm -hmm. part it's like he will bring me people and then I can like you know go after it or whatever but it's got to be people that he brings me and so I had been you know really praying about this because I'm like God, like, I want to level up. Like, I, I want to be on a, yeah. another level. Like, I'm trying to be around people who are who are better than me, who are more yeah. successful than me, who are smarter than me. You know, I want to do that, but I know that if I do it my typical, like, networky way, that yeah. I to maybe connecting with people that, mm, while they might have worldly success, it might not be good, you know, mm-hmm. for my spiritual life. Um, yeah. And so and I was questioning, I was like, God, is that even allowed? Like, as a Christian, like, should I want to level up? <laughs> is it wrong to say that I want to be around, like, you know, higher level people? So... Um, I was praying about that. that. I kid you not, like within two days, I got an email from someone who worked with um, a consultant that I had worked with years ago. We had bought, we both bought mm-hmm. some software from this particular person. I didn't even know mm-hmm. if she was a Christian. Like I, had, I knew of her. I didn't know her, but I knew of her because when I was getting ready to do business with him, he used her as like a former client and reference and, okay. you know, oh, okay. someone that I've worked with in the past. So I was like, oh, okay, this is one of his former clients. I like the results you got her. Like, I'm willing to work with you. Um, so mm-hmm. fast forward to like two days ago, she sent me an email like, I've been following your podcast. We both know this person in common. Mm-hmm. And, you know, mm-hmm. I'm sure you didn't know this because I've never mentioned this on publicly, but I'm a Christian and I'm putting together this like <laughs> club it's no fee or anything but it's you know with people who are like really doing it in the industry and we would love for you to be a part of it and I'm like girl that's funny (laughs) he was like I just need you to ask that's it like I just needed you to ask that's it I think so many times we get Mm -hmm. like we feel we get one of two ways as Christians we either feel like we're not allowed to have the Mm -hmm. best things because we're like oh that's worldly and you know people in the world you know chase after all that stuff we're not supposed to and we're not we're not supposed to chase after riches or whatever but that doesn't mean that like we don't deserve them or god does is not willing Mm -hmm. to give them to us if our hearts are right so there's that or we swing on the other end and we feel like we can't attain those things within the christian arena and so we have to Mm -hmm. go about it you know the climb the ladder networking way and it's like all you have to do is ask like god Mm -hmm. owns a thousand everything (laughs) everything Just ask. Yeah. Like, everything yeah. belongs to him anyway, whether it's in yeah. a believer's hand or an unbeliever's hand. So if there's a resource that an unbeliever yeah. has that he wants you to have, yeah. guess what? Yeah. He'll give you favor and they'll be reaching Fish. out. Like, hey, I just 
I don't know why, but I feel compelled to do this for you. So. Yes. Like, I was just reading First Kings 17 this morning, and it's when Elijah, like, predicts that there's going to be a drought. And mm-hmm. um, and then he – so God's like, hey, tell him there's going to be a drought. But then he says, you go and you get water from this brook over here. And he said, I've commanded mm-hmm. the ravens to give you food, and I've commanded them to give you bread and water. And I'm just <laughs> like, what? And then, he, then when that dries up, he's like, hey, go over here. I've commanded this widow to give you food. And she feeds mm-hmm. him before she even feeds herself and her son. And I'm just like, what yeah. God was showing me, he said, even if other people are in a season of drought, I will provide for you. So you don't Isn't worry amazing? about Wow. So I, was, I was like, Lord, why are you so, like, what? Me, though? He said, I don't. And then he also was showing me he doesn't provide through non he doesn't. He's not confounded or, or consi- has to um, be confined to traditional means. Because we're thinking, okay, well, if there's a drought, then there's no water. He's like, no, I got mm-hmm. this brook over here to the side. But I'm just going to tell you about it. I'm not even going to tell other people about it. So the same thing right. with the book club thing. He's like, hey. Not everybody even knows about this. This is stuff going exactly. on behind the scenes, but it's got your name on. There's a C right there, Courtney Stamp. Yep, yep, it's for you. Don't even. And yep. I just. But like you, it's just like you said. Just ask. He's like, can you just ask me? I'm. Mm-hmm. I literally have everything you want. Just ask me, and then be patient if I don't give it to you right away. But just that, it just because I'm not giving it to you right away doesn't mean I don't have it. I have it. Yep. You just may need so to wait true. on me. Ooh, that was a whole minute. <laughs> a whole word. <laughs> yes. Come on, Jesus. Okay. Um, so what does it mean to you to be a black girl with purpose? Mm, I love this. Because um, this is like my sweet spot where I feel like I'm like, God is like really digging in. I feel like mm-hmm. specifically to be a black girl with purpose is to um, obviously to, to – administer the kingdom like to be about the father's business to bring the kingdom Mm -hmm. of god like here on earth Mm -hmm. but as a black girl i feel like we also have a responsibility to do that for the african-american community because there is Mm -hmm. so much brokenness um Mm -hmm. and so much that still needs to be restored and so Mm -hmm. um i feel like god is going i feel like the only way that blacks particularly well in the diaspora in general particularly in america will be restored is through the work of God's people. And mm. it's so funny that you even mentioned that because I, this is something I was like praying slash talking to God about. So I have this thing mm-hmm. where I'll, I'll just be like driving in the car and just like literally talking out loud to God. So it's, it's not mm-hmm. always like a formal prayer. Sometimes I'm just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah like, you know, like he's sitting really in the passenger seat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so I don't know what, I don't know if I like saw a YouTube video or listened to a podcast or something, but somebody was talking about, maybe like some policy the government is doing that's going to negatively impact, you know, black people. And or maybe I read an article, you know, there's always these articles that are like, oh, you right. know, blacks have like no wealth. We have, I think, right. women have like Here's negative the five we're wealth. Best sober. <laughs> yeah, you know, compared to everybody else. It's all this like mm-hmm, human and mm-hmm. stuff. And I was just like talking to God out loud about this, like, man, like I really want to restore our community. Like obviously we can't mm-hmm. wait for the government. The government owes us. Yes, they owe us reparations and all these things. But yeah. I, I don't think it's going to happen. But whether yeah. whether it happens or not, I feel like we're going to have to take our future in our own hands. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, God, like it's so messed up, though, because in many respects, like we're uh, we're a nation without like a land. We're a nation without mm-hmm. a government. Like we're we're like a nation within a nation. And so I was just, like, literally talking out loud to God, and I was like, man, are there some – I was like, maybe I should start reading, like, 
political science books or like mm-hmm. military but just to get the mindset of like what is it that black people could do like how mm. and I, I I'd ask God I said what is can you give me some examples of other communities or other nations or groups or whatever that were you know highly disadvantaged who came out on top, even in the midst of all these other nations around them who are adversarial to them, mm-hmm. even though they didn't mm-hmm. have any resources. And I'm thinking, like, mm-hmm. God, give me, like, Sun Tzu Art of War book or something, or, like, mm-hmm. you know, like these, like, crazy, like, secular, like, military, like, strategist books. And literally, it was almost like a duh, like, God popped in my mind. He's like, oh, you the Israelite? Israelite? And I was like, <laughs> oh. And then I was like, yeah. <laughs> How did Israel, like, Israel had nothing. They yeah. were slaves. Mm-hmm. How did they get to a place wow. where not only were they prosperous, but they had their own land? The only wow. way they did it was a supernatural move of God. They had wow. The people of God, you know, Moses and whatever, mm-hmm. led them out by following God. And I'm like, this is what wow. it's going to have to be. I feel like especially because in our current culture I feel like a lot of um a lot of issues with like black Americans mm-hmm. is kind of getting mm-hmm. uh lost and kind of like blended in with like every oppressed groups you know issues wow. um yeah. so I feel like we're even we're even losing some focus in terms of like our unique mm-hmm. issues with like civil yeah. rights um and I feel like yeah. blacks especially like younger blacks are feeling like Oh, Christianity and stuff is like what your grandparents did. That's on some mm. like old Martin Luther King marching. Yeah. Ain't nobody got time for that. Like, right. you know, there's this there's this pool to try to adopt like policies that are ungodly yeah. or like to align yeah. yourself with causes that are ungodly in order to get our initiatives like move forward. And so I feel mm. like there is going to have to be a remnant of people that love the Lord but also love their, you know, cultural group as African-Americans yeah. who will then steward God's grace, you know, on yeah. the whole community and the whole community will benefit for, for just the work of, you know, the, the chosen few, so to speak. It's kind of yeah. the same thing I was talking about earlier about like where two or three are gathered, you know, if it's yeah. 200 or 300 or 2000 or three, you know, a, a minority yeah. of black Christians coming together and praying for our community and yeah. commanding things in the spirit um, I think that that'll affect everybody, even those that are unbelievers. Yeah, that's powerful. That's powerful. And I, I think when you, even when you were talking about earlier about sometimes feeling bad because we want certain things. I know I've been like, when when he gave me the name Black Girls of Purpose, I was like, Lord. I'm really not trying to have nobody size. Like, why can't it be the white people with her? Why can't? I was like, this is just a lot. I really don't. I'm not really trying to get in that kind of conversation. And he was like, mm-hmm. I need, I need my girls to know I see them. Like, mm-hmm. I need them to know. Mm-hmm. Yes, I see everybody, but I see you. And mm-hmm. and then I even I have a nonprofit as well that I started last year. It's called Unity Queens. And so mm-hmm. there was a point where I was like, Lord, are you telling me to like? Stop Black Girls of Purpose and do Unity Queen. Like, what are you saying? And he was saying, no, because this go. If you if you do that, everyone's gonna say about you what they say about everybody else. And they took our one thing we had. We had that one thing, and they took that too. I'm like, no, I'm really not trying to get in that conversation either. So, mm-hmm. um, I just love that you. I I I say people talk about not seeing color, right? And I'm like, why do you, why do we say that? God created you to look mm-hmm. different. This, 
he created yeah. your blackness. He made you a black mm-hmm. woman in this age, mm-hmm. at this particular time. We know he's a detailed God. We can look at Old Testament and how he instructs the Israelites about how to create the temple and stuff to mm-hmm. see how detailed he is. So this is a part of the detail. This is part of your detail. You don't need to yeah. hide from that. It, there is just a, you have to understand there is a responsibility attached to it. Yep. So I think that's I think that's really powerful and and I think that puts us on game of like okay that well that's mm-hmm. the role we can all play it, if nothing else we can be praying and saying God we need your supernatural Holy mm-hmm. Spirit fire because yeah we're just in we're in this wilderness where it seems like the same cycles are coming up again and again and again mm-hmm. and again mm-hmm. yep. So kind of tying into that thought, how do, what do you feel like is the hardest part for black women when it comes to walking in our purpose? What do you feel like are some of the lies we tell ourselves, lies we've been told, or kind of barriers we seem to run into again and again? Mm, um, I think the biggest barrier is around self-worth, just because we live in a society mm. that says that, like, we're worthless or worthless. Um, mm. You have I think I feel like we've moved from being seen as like worthless in society to being seen yeah. as worth less. So it's like wow. you have a little worth, but you're not worth as much as you know wow. everybody else or all these other groups. And I think as Black women, we do a really good job of playing the strong role and gearing up and doing what we got to do and you know muscling our way through mm. um, our challenges. But we never get that opportunity to be you know vulnerable um, yeah. and really just like rest. Uh, with everything that's going on. So I feel like that takes a psychological toll on us. And because Mm -hmm. we make God out to be maybe like our fathers or our brothers or, you know, Mm -hmm. other men who have failed us in the past that we don't know that we can really come to God and have that rest and have that vulnerability and that, you know, we'll be taken care of. I think, Mm -hmm. I think we try to be strong black woman with God and it's like, what? Like, no. (laughs) Uh, like humble yourself, come yeah. and mission and just lay it like lay it out, you know. And um, yeah. I think sometimes we're afraid to even do that. It's like we pray for things, but then we're kind of like in the back of our head thinking about how we can make it happen on our own. Just yeah. if God don't answer our prayer, because we're so yeah. used to you know pseudo relying on people and then them falling through yeah. and us, you know doing what we got to do. So yeah, man, that's 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 so on point. I, and the worthless or worthless man. Come on, but when what you were just talking about too makes me think of um, we did a Sabbath and self care series on the podcast mm-hmm. earlier mm-hmm. this year, and one of the things the first episode was called "You Don't Have to Be Everything to Everybody," mm-hmm. and I what you just said we deal with that even with God where He's like you do understand like I don't need your help <laughs> you, right you. you right. Uh, and and sometimes he'll check us like that and be like, hey, you, you work for me, I don't work for you. But then other times he's like, baby, I'm right here, I'm your dad, mm-hmm. just like tell me what's mm-hmm. going on. I want to help you, but I still need you to yeah. ask. And I find that with my son Jaden, sometimes I get frustrated with him because I'm like, dude, just ask me. Like if you want it, you can have it. But one, you can't just go, for example, some graham crackers. You can't just go in the pantry <laughs> and grab graham crackers. Like mm-hmm. this is a very acceptable snack. But you went and took it on your own instead of waiting on me. So now you can't yep. have it, you know? And I think you yep. do the same yep. thing with God where he's uh, going back to what we said earlier. Just ask me. You don't mm-hmm. – I want to. I want you to have the wealth that you want. I want you to have the mm-hmm. connections you want. I want you to have the friends that you want. But if you try to do yep. it apart from me, yep. then that's on you. And, but, don't, but don't come and look at me crazy like, Lord, why didn't that work out? Because I didn't tell you to do that. 
Well, yeah. well I, I have a business plan. Okay. Did you consult me about the business plan so or you just good. went for it? So good. good. And someone said, um, I think it was Christine Kane on the sermon she did last year. She she said God is only required to pay for the things that he orders. Oh, I, I so, heard that. That was so good. Girl, that, so good. Was, that sermon, like, wrecked my whole life. Yep. Like, yep. What? She says, so we over here, we and we're we're good, even as Christians, to so ask him to, we'll pray at the end, though. Mm-hmm. We'll still pray, but we're like, Lord, here's what I did. It's good, right? He's like, nope. Like, but I just spent <laughs> a week or a month or a year. I didn't, if you had asked me at the beginning, I could have saved you a whole year of your life, but you mm-hmm. didn't ask me. So, yeah. sorry, you know, I would have loved to save you that time, but you can either get in order now or you can continue to, because that requires submission too. Sometimes we, we pray on the back end. He tells us it's not our path, and then we're like, well, Lord, I'm going to just make it work because, like, I, I've invested too much time. I can't turn exactly. back. Exactly. He said, okay, exactly. that's fine, but the answer still no. So, mm-hmm. man, that's really good. Um, What would you say to someone who does not know where to start to find their purpose? Mm. Um, I would say start with your relationship with the Lord. Um, Mm. I think a lot of us, I'm not going to say like people don't have relationships. We do, but I do think that there's levels in God. And a lot of times we take for granted like, oh, I go to church, I read the Bible. Mm. Yeah, but if you're still confused, that's a good indication Mm. that you don't have a like working, walking, talking relationship mm. with God, you know, like, yeah. I I remember when I first got saved and I, like, my husband was kind of like, disciple, we were dating at the time, he was kind of discipling mm-hmm. me, and I remember saying something to him to the effect of, um, uh, we had gone to, like, a Bible study or something like that, and I had said, I have to get used to the fact that God is real, but he's not real like this table is real. Mm-hmm. And my husband looked at me and he laughed and he's like, he's like, one day when you go in your relationship, God will be more real than that table. And mm-hmm. I, I didn't understand because I, I thought what I was saying was like totally logical and makes, you know, I wasn't trying to like this God or anything. I was just trying to, yeah. say, I need to get myself to an understanding that mm-hmm. God is in a different category and he's not like, you know, like yeah. a physical table I can touch, but not right used to, to God not being like that, and mm. you know my husband was like, ah. he didn't like scold me or anything. He was just kind of like, yeah, you'll, you'll see. And I thought he was being dismissive, but now being mm. on the other side of that, I 100% understand what he means. Like, mm. God is so real. I don't like. Mm. I feel so bad people who don't have yeah. like a real relationship. Like he will. Yeah. The craziest stuff will happen. Like I, yeah. I have to me only God's stories. It's like mm-hmm. insane things that you pray for, where like, yeah. and then somebody like off the street comes up to you, and you're like, yeah. what? Like, how did this happen? Or yeah. you know, yeah. phone calls at the right time, or stuff in the mid. Like, I mean, yeah. I, I might have to write a book one day of just like just crazy God moments that mm-hmm. I've experienced, where it's like, how? Like, of course He's real, and so I find yeah. that people aren't experiencing that because they're not. Um, you know, really opening themselves up to him. Like, you mm-hmm. you have to submit. And I say that as a person who was a Christian for years and was still doing everything in my own strength, who was still, yeah. you know, trying to do things my own way. Like, you only get 
you only get supernatural favor when God knows you'll use it, you know? I think sometimes we ask for it because we want to see if it'll happen, if it's cool, but really we prefer to do things our own way. Like, if yeah. you prefer to do things in your own strength, then you don't need God's supernatural favor. You just don't do it. You just don't muscle your way through this thing. So yeah. when you when you lay that down, you're like, I'm not I'm not going to do this in my own strength, Lord. I'm going to wait on you. Mm. Like, I, I need you to show me, like, that desperate, like, I need yeah. you to show me, like, right now. Like, God will answer it, and you will have the craziest experiences. I even had someone on my podcast, I had done an episode called um, How to Hear from God, where I shared, like, some crazy God stories and just, like, mm-hmm. different prayer practices that I have, have happened or whatever. And the woman was listening to the episode, and she was feeling bad because she had been in church for a while but started to feel really disconnected from God. And she was like, mm-hmm. and I had said on the podcast, like, God is not a respecter of persons. I'm not special. <laughs> like, if you, if you want these experiences, you can ask him for it. And so mm-hmm. right while she was listening to my podcast, she was like, okay, God, like, you know, I, I I want one of these experiences. Like, if you, you know, if you really listen to me, you're really out there. Like, mm-hmm. I need you to show me. Literally, as she said that, she got rear-ended. Um, and, Girl. and so she's like, what? Gets out the car, <laughs> ends up witnessing to the person, you know, wow. all this, all this stuff. The crazy thing, though, was they, um, the, you know, back the cars up and see the damage. Her car had mm-hmm. no damage whatsoever, Girl, where the God. other car was, like, all <laughs> jacked up. <laughs> I'll be like, you can't make this stuff up. You this can't. is what I'm saying. This is what yeah. I'm saying. So I'm like, the, mm. the, you will have real, like, you will hear yes or no from God, or like, you yeah. will, you'll just come to a place where you know, like, if God is yeah. prompting you to do something, like, you just have a relationship. So people are like, mm. oh, I don't know my purpose. Really, that's a relationship problem. That's not like a knowledge mm. problem. Like, oh, I don't know my purpose. It's wow. your relationship isn't isn't deep enough because if it is, like, you'll know. <laughs> like, yeah. you'll be like, oh, God, I don't, I won't do it. You know, you'll be, it goes yeah. from, like, God, what's my purpose to, like, God, are you sure? Do you want me to do that? You know, you get right. negotiating back and forth with God. But you'll know yeah. if you really have, like, a relationship with him. Man, that's so, and God is so intentional because, you know, we we recorded this in two parts, and before we hadn't done our identity series yet, and now we just finished Mm -hmm. up our identity series, and the first episode is called um, Who You Say I Am, or I don't remember, but the, the, the summary was if you don't know who God is, you can't know who you are, and then the next episode we talked about identity precedes activity. I said so many of us ask God, what do you want me to do when he's like, I need you to ask me who I want you to be. Cause if you know who you are in me, what everything else is going to come naturally. You know what I mean? Like if mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. I, I've called you to be a chef, then you're not going to be out here trying to sell flowers on the street. Cause that's not, <laughs> that's not who I've created you to be. Right. But mm-hmm. because everybody's just jumping from activity, to activity, to activity. Okay. I'm going to go over here. I'm going to do this. I'm going to start this business. I'm going to write this book. If you don't know who you are, then people are going to look at you and just kind of be like, okay, so what exactly, like you're not going to have any direction. And if you're a Christian, you're not making him look good because they're like, is that what a faith mm-hmm. looks like? Because you seem kind right. of all over the place, and I'm not really trying to partner with that. Mm-hmm. Man, that's good. That's good. Um, so what are your go-to scriptures when you need encouragement? And then also, what are some go-to scriptures for you and your business? Like, do you have a founding scripture that's just something that you say, Lord, you know me and you, this is where we come every every week. Every time we have a business meeting, this is where we're coming back to. So funny you mentioned that. So I have notes on my phone where I was, like, keeping – literally the note is titled Combating Lies because, you know, sometimes mm. the enemy is to, oh – 
you suck. You ain't good enough. Everything you yeah. do is going to fail. And so yeah. I would save specific scriptures to, like, combat that. And I got to the point mm-hmm. where the note was so long, and I was, like, having such trouble, like, trying to find, like, the specific <laughs> scriptures that I actually yeah. created these little, like, cards, like, flip cards where mm-hmm. it has the lie on okay. one side and the truth um, on the other side. Um, so oh, I wow. just, like, sent those to the printers and had those, and so I'm, like, really excited about those because um, I was just they look really... I was like, wait, is this available for purchase? Yeah, 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 it is. It's on my, it's wow. on my website. Uh, <laughs> awesome. I just did my first run, so um, I got the, the proof in the mail, and so those will be shipped mm-hmm. out to everybody who bought them. But, um, yeah, one of, one of them that's, like, been my go-to scripture lately um, is uh, Isaiah 41, 14 and 15, mm-hmm. um, and this mm-hmm. is the NLT version. And it says, though you are a lowly worm, O Jacob, don't be afraid, people of Israel, for I will help you. I am the Lord, mm-hmm. your Redeemer. I am the Holy One of Israel. You will be a new threshing instrument with many sharp teeth. You will tear your enemies apart, making chaff of mountains. So this is, um, this is like really uh, my thing specifically because that, that, wor- that word, it says you will be a new threshing instrument with many sharp mm-hmm. teeth. The word for that in Hebrew is the exact same word that um, we translate as diligent. And diligent was my word wow. for 2019 that God had given Come me. On. And so I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You know, diligent, mm-hmm. we're like, oh, that's somebody who's like disciplined and consistent or whatever. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. diligent in the Hebrew is literally, it's, a, it's a, like a, a farming tool, it's an instrument. It has sharp teeth. Um, wow. it's, it's used to like to dig things out. And so this verse, it was like God telling me because I was praying like, oh, God, what's my word? Oh, it's diligent, okay. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking on it on a surface level. And then when God led me to this, um, verse, he was saying, I'm not making you diligent just to be like, oh, you know, disciplined and good at your business or whatever. Yeah. I, I'm making you diligent because I'm trying to use you as my instrument. You're going to be an instrument mm-hmm. with sharp teeth that's going to tear yeah. down, you know, the things yeah. that I need tear, um, to, yeah, to tear down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and even this, you will tear your enemies apart, making chaff wow. mountains. In, um, in like Old Testament, ancient Near Eastern culture or whatever, mountains were highly symbolic in that um, even like pagans and stuff, they, they believed that mountains was where like the gods dwelled or whatever. And so that's why mm-hmm. you see uh, when God is getting on Israel, he's like, I'm tired of you guys worshiping on the, all these, um, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. pagan idols and you're doing this on, you know, every mountaintop or under, on every mm-hmm. hill under every green tree. That's why, mm-hmm. like, the pagans would literally do, you know, their rituals. They would have all these orgies. Wow. Like, they would do crazy stuff in high places and in mountains because mm-hmm. they felt like that was their connection to, you know, these other gods, which, you know, Gosh. we know are demonic entities. And right. so even this, you know, this verse where it's like, mm-hmm. you will be diligent. You will be a new threshing instrument with many sharp teeth. Mm-hmm. You will tear your enemies mm-hmm. apart, making chaff of mountains, God is essentially saying, I'm going to use you to tear down things in the spirit um, wow. through your diligence. The, wor- the word is literally the same, threshing instrument, diligent. It's the exact same word in the Hebrew. So mm-hmm. that's like my go-to verse right now. I'm just like standing on this like all year. Wow. He's so tight. You'd be like, what are you isn't God deep? I love it. Yes. He's like, oh, girl, no, you looking at the basic version. Let me get you, look, look at the, <laughs> the found, like, look, look, look at this in another language, because I know you only speak English, but I speak. <laughs> like, wait, Lord, what? Mm-hmm. He's so tight. He's so tight. Okay, we are wrapping up. So how can our best, how can our community, our Black Girls of Purpose community, best support the work that you're doing? I know you have your more than one club, and and yeah. I've been doing more digital classes and stuff. So how can mm-hmm. they, what's the best way for them to get plugged in? 
Man, um, I would just say go to my website. There's like a little okay. tab that says freebies. I would say like find okay. a freebie that you like first, dive into. Mm. And if you like my perspective or whatever, then, you know, then you can go to my product mm. page and there's all types of products. Okay. Um, one that I'll recommend specifically for your audience is my, uh, so these cars that I was talking about, I also have mm-hmm. screen savers. So there's four screen servers that I created based on these like truth and lie cards. So okay. I would say, um, you know, check those out. Um, I, I'll make this link, but they can go to CourtneyLSanders.com slash screensavers to get them. Okay. Um, and then if they like them, it's helpful for them on their phone, then they can go ahead and order, like, the actual physical card. Okay. Awesome. That's great. And I think especially because so many of the women in our community are entrepreneurs, side hustlers, and spend a lot of time mm-hmm. on their computers, so I think that's really good for them to be able to have something they can look at every day. Yeah, absolutely. And then do you have any upcoming events? that they can attend? I know you're based in the Houston, Houston yep. area. I'm in, the Houston, I'm in Houston. I don't have any events mm-hmm. that I'm throwing, but okay. I'm actually going to okay. be speaking um, at the Professional Women's Network Association in L.A. Um, at the end of August. I think it's August 24th. Okay. So if there's any people okay. on the West Coast who want to say hi, they can sign up for that conference. And I'm, I'm doing a, okay. hosting a workshop out there, and they can come and join my workshop. Awesome. That will be great. I'll be sure to put that on there. And then is there any last thought you'd like to share with our listeners? Like, hey, if you didn't get anything else from this episode, don't walk away without this. Um, I would say God is for you, and he wants you to win, Mm -hmm. and it's never too late to come back. Um, I think Mm -hmm. sometimes, like I was talking about the GPS versus guardrails, sometimes Mm -hmm. we get off. We get off our GPS, we, you know, drive the car over the guardrails, and we think, like, oh, you know, it's too late. I'm going to just keep on going because God is mad at me, and, you know, he doesn't want me back on track. That's nothing but a lie from the devil. Like, like today, this second, this instant, like, even if you've just been wilding out um, or you've just been ignoring God or you haven't prayed in, you know, weeks or haven't read your Bible, like, this second today, Mm -hmm. you can just, just start, just talk to him and it'll be like you never left which we know from the story of the prodigal son like the the father like welcomed him with open arms yeah. even in his mess and instantly was like get this boy some new clothes was not yeah. even repulsed by Put the sense of the pig feet. that was on him mm-hmm. so like this second if there's anything any distance between you and god because you've let the devil convince you that you just need mm-hmm. to keep doing what you're doing because you're too far gone just yeah. stop right this instant and turn right back to him and he's there waiting for you that's awesome, Courtney. Thank you so much. I This had just been like church on a Saturday for me. The <laughs> <laughs> scripture says the enemy is defeated by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony, and that's why he doesn't like yep. the one or two or the two or three to get to yep. be like, no, because when y'all get together, yep. y'all be all turned up in the spirit, and I can't really deal yep. with that, so yep. you should just be alone. So I just thank you so much for sharing your story, sharing your testimony, for encouraging our listeners, and I look forward to just continuing to – See what God has for your business and your family. Thank you so much. All right, Purpose Peeps. So that is it for this week. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Be sure to like, subscribe, share, comment, leave a review on iTunes or Google Podcasts, wherever you're listening to this. And I also hope that you will join our email list at blackgirlsofpurpose.org join. We have some updates that are coming up in the upcoming weeks. And I want to make sure that you are the first to hear about what's going on with BGWP. Also follow us on Instagram at blackgirlsofpurpose if you're not following us already. It's a great way to be plugged into the ministry 
ministry. We do purpose pack giveaways. We do shout outs to other women who are doing really incredible things. Uh, so I hope that y'all will follow us on Instagram if you're not following us already. And then let me know how I can be praying for you. You can email me at Brie, B-R-I-E, at blackgirlswithpurpose.org, or you can DM us on our Instagram page at blackgirlswithpurpose. I am so excited for everything that God is doing through you and your family as well, and I hope that you will keep us updated on this purposeful journey. We will talk to you next week when we have even more interviews, y'all. We've just We're just keeping these interviews coming.